Alright, welcome back to Corey and Lowry, episode number 120, here on a special Monday night. Sam and I got a little bit of a busy Tuesday, so this will be coming right at you at the crack of midnight, or the stroke of midnight, should I say. Crack of dawn is what you say. Uh, on Tuesday morning, I will be covering just the game ones from the NBA. I realize that right now, as we're recording this, the Sixers are down to the Nets, and we got the Kings and Warriors game two later tonight. We will not be covering that, unfortunately. I'm here with Sammy Mann, Sam Carter, my co-host Sam. How are you doing on this uh, crisp spring night? Um, you know, I'm I'm all right. I'm a little sunburned. Um, mm, that's it's a bummer. With the lacrosse pads, especially difficult to put on today. Uh, yes, the uh, the elbow pads were were bad, and then right on my shoulders, neck area was bad too. Wow. So. Well, uh, protect yourself, people. Get your SPF up for yeah. sure. But today's question of the day, not sunburn-related, but Sam, if you could have either one right now, are you taking a milkshake or a smoothie? I'm going to go smoothie. Um, I just like fruit more than you know, chocolate or vanilla, so I'm going to go mango. Ooh. Um, I'm going to agree. I would like, like a wild berry smoothie. Maybe like yeah. some pomegranate, blueberry, and like banana and strawberry. Like a very like, it's going to like turn out purple. Like it's a mixed fruit um, yeah. kind of milkshake. Um, not What am I saying? Not milkshake. Smoothie. Got milkshakes on the mind. Even though I'm saying it's going to be smoothie for me. I think smoothies, they're a little bit lighter. Yeah, and for it, sure. Milkshakes, can they can leave a little bit of a... A stone in the stomach, for sure. Um, but now we turn on uh, to our uh, main focus, sports world, um, covering the MLB and the NBA tonight. Um, starting off with the Seattle Mariners, they had a tremendous week, uh, splitting the two games against the Cubs this week and going 3-0 and against the Rockies. They play against um, the Brewers tonight, but... We'll be able to cover that. Uh, leading batter has been Jared Kelnick, hitting 362. He's been just raking, uh, you know, just playing very clutch, especially in that last win against the Rockies, uh, 1-0 victory um, on uh, Sunday night. Uh, so that was incredible. Um, Eugenio Suarez leading the team in ribbies um, with 13. Kelnick leading the team in home runs with 4. And Luis Castillo, a brilliant ace, um, is the leading pitcher at 2-0. Sam, what's going on with the uh, Baltimore Orioles? So with the O's, um, you know, four and two this week, not terrible, uh, not great against uh, two and one against the A's, and then two and one against the White Sox. Um, my man Jorge Mateo, he's probably my favorite player. Uh, I mean, with a name like Jorge, you can't go wrong. Um, leading batter with a percentage of three seven two, so. Um, and then Mount Castle with that, well, well, he hit the Grand Slam, correct? Yes. And then also, I guess it was Adley Rutschman who hit the, the, the walk-off walk home run. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. Um, I think that, you know, could this be a playoff season? Perhaps. Perhaps. It's a long season. It's a long season, though. We're only probably a tenth of the way there. Um, but taking a look at the very early playoff picture... Um, the Rays, after their incredible undefeated start, uh, starting 14-0, have fallen 
uh, but they remain in the number one seed in the AL, leading the AL East. Uh, they take up the one seed right now. The Twins occupy the two seed, um, and the Rangers occupy uh, the three seed, leading the AL West. Um, and important to note, all three of the wildcard teams right now are out of the AL East, just proving how good this division is. Uh, the Blue Jays at the four, the Yanks at the five, and the O's at the sixth spot. So, Sam, early hope uh, for sure. Uh, in the NL, the Braves uh, looking dominant as ever, uh, leading the NL East. Uh, the Brewers in second, uh, leading the NL Central. The D-backs is a prize uh, team, leading the NL West. And the Mets taking up the four spot. The Pirates coming on strong with the five spot. And the Cubs taking up the six spot. Obviously very early, and uh, don't want to make any too many you know overt reactions uh, just based off this you know early running. Uh, but now to the main event, the NBA playoffs, and I think Sam, we had some tremendous uh, game ones, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, this I was, um, you know, maybe some bad ones, uh, but some some also some really good ones in there. And let's turn um, to a very critical moment, not necessarily a very exciting game, but a very critical moment. Um, the Miami Heat cruise to victory after Giannis Antetokounmpo goes down. Um, with back a lower back contusion, which I mean, if I if I have ever heard anything, that sounds like a Gordon Hayward injury to me. Am <laughs> I right? I mean, his X-rays were negative though, um, so good. That's good for the Bucks. Um, they he said they're probable that he's gonna be able to play in Game Two, but he's also dealing with problems in his wrist. Um, Sam Giannis Antetokounmpo, I think, is the best player in the world. Um, with him being banged up and the experience of the Miami. Heat, um, do you feel like uh, there should be fear in the hearts of Bucks fans? Um, certainly, um, I wouldn't, you know, get, you know, upset or anything. I think that this series is still in the Bucks' favor, um, but you know, there's still some nerves there. I would say. Yeah, I think that um, there's a lot to be concerned about. I don't think this is a kind of team where it can be the next man up mentality. Just because of how good Giannis Antetokounmpo is, how unique his skill set is. It's very difficult to replace, and their offense completely changes when he is not on the floor. Um, so I think that there should be a lot of concern. Um, but we'll definitely monitor how he plays uh, in that second game and a lot of intrigue there. Um, but moving on uh, to the Boston Celtics and the Atlanta Hawks. Um, the Celtics crushed the Hawks. I think this is going to be a clean sweep. They won by like 30 points. Um, move on to the next round. The Celtics are not worried about the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, don't even have to ask Sam anything about this one because I think this is clearly going to be 4-0, get the brooms out, sweep for the Celtics. Um, the Sixers taking on the Nets. Uh, Philadelphia leads 1-0, but they are down um, to start the second half as we're recording this. Um, Sam, if you, if you have not seen live reaction, this just happened a couple minutes ago. You probably weren't. If I know you, probably taking a long nap. No. I was not watching. Um, but Cam Johnson just uh, baptized Joel Embiid. Do you care to look up the clip to give us a dunk rating? Because I feel like this was a, this was a I strong. I do care. This was a strong dunk. I mean, by a former Tar Heel as well on on Let's the see. potential MVP. I hope you can find it because it did just happen about twenty minutes ago. Cam. Uh, I mean, this is. Let me see if. I, yeah, it's it should be there. Um, 
pulling it up. All right, let's get a little reaction narration here. Really, really milk it for the uh, for the people. All right. Oh, I'm getting an ad. Can you hear that? I, we don't really need the audio. What's the ad about? All right, here we go. Oh well. Wow. I need to see that replay. I feel like he's really examining this one closely. I am. You know, you know, to put it in the words of Bill Raftery, um, I would say that he almost gave Joel Embiid a little smooch. Woo. Well, a little, um, a little kiss? Yeah, that was a little close uh, for comfort, I would say, for, for Joel Embiid. And he gets dunked on. I mean... That's pretty bad. The, the kiss yeah. of death, if you will. The kiss of death. But, uh, yeah. yeah that was I, a good dunk. I think that this game, uh, you know, I was listening to Charles Barkley talk about it, and Charles Barkley, in my opinion, is, is, a, is a terrible basketball commentator. Yeah. I mean, I think he's the, he's very funny. But he was saying, they are just... This is my best Charles Barkley impression. And he, he just said... <laughs> They are just playing like wimps out there. You got to be aggressive when you are the better team. You have to not. You cannot give them anything. And despite how much I hate on Charles Barkley, I got to agree with my uh, impression of him and what he said. In that, they cannot be giving them any kind of hope. Um, you know, they're gonna make everybody but Joel Embiid uh, beat them. Um, so you got to knock down those shots, and we'll see if they can get it done in game two. Um, as the night dwindles on. Um, but in an interesting game, um, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks, uh, the Knicks stave off um, Cleveland uh, in Julius Randle's return. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, solid performance, but it was really Julius Randle who stole the show um, with a nice outing. Just a shade under 30 points. Um, Sam Carter. Given that Julius Randle, as the leader of a team, has never made it out of the second, out of the first round, excuse me, what does it mean for his legacy and his status within the league if he is able to win this series over a, a great player in Donovan Mitchell and a very solid defensive team in the Cleveland Cavaliers? Um, I mean, I wouldn't be talking legacy about Julius Randle realistically. Maybe status is the better word. Status in today's league. Um. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think it affects it terribly. Um, I think, you know, it's it's the first round, um, and you know they're the five seed against the four seed. It wouldn't be like the world's greatest upset. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I think that it would just it would just elevate him and give him some some gratification. Oh, oh, you, I need to have Bleacher Report, Sam, but they just a. a, a Picture back of this kiss of death moment. Oh, this is incredible. I might have to hang this one up in my room. Wow. I mean, what a dunk. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, the Denver Nuggets took down the Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves uh, in dominant fashion. This is not a series. Get out the brooms. I'm calling this one. This is a 4 0 sweep. Uh, the Timberwolves are talented, but 
the Nuggets are way better, healthier, uh, fight a lot less with each other, um, better coached, and yeah, they have, you know, potentially the MVP. I, I know I'm throwing that around a lot. We don't know if it's going to be Jokic or Embiid. I feel like it's going to be Embiid, but um, not much to say there. And now, another intrigue um, in the Memphis Grizzlies and the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, John Morant goes down with the hand injury. Um, could, I mean, unlikely he's going to play game two. They believe he'll be back at least for game number three. Uh, but Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves, two young guys for the Lakers, dominate as uh, LeBron and AD kind of take the backseat in the scoring and uh, just get those rebounds uh, so the young guys can score as the Lakers uh, go on a 13-0 run to end the game and get a double-digit win in Memphis. Sam, if Ja Morant is only halfway healthy, do the Grizzlies have any chance of winning the series? Um, yeah, I would give them a chance, but I would still favor the uh, the Lakers with that experience with yeah. LeBron, with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah, I mean, um, the, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, I'm the number one LeBron hater, so that really says um, something, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, this is uh, this is very unfortunate uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies without Stephen Adams. Um, obviously, Jaron Jackson Jr. played very well, but he struggled when he was being guarded by Anthony Davis in the post. So it's a, it's a long road uh, to four wins, I think, uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, but turning to the most intriguing series, in my eyes, the Sacramento Kings get the win uh, against the Golden State Warriors in an incredible game. Um, questionable calls to, to some. Clutch free throw shooting is Malik Monk goes 14 for 14. The most free throw makes without a miss in an NBA playoff debut ever. Also, De'Aaron Fox the second most points in an NBA playoff debut ever. And the Kings won their first playoff game in 17 seasons. Wow. Sam, thoughts on the Sacramento Kings this year? And um, thoughts on the Warriors' struggles, um, given that they're the defending champs? Um, yeah, I mean, I would say that the Kings are America's team. Wow, that's uh, that's a bold moniker. Well, I mean, I feel like if you're not a fan of one of the of the teams other than the Kings, then you got to be cheering for the Kings. You know what I'm saying? I mean, haven't won a playoff game in 17 years until now. Yeah, man. and they're playing the. The, uh, the, why can't I think of the term? Enemy? I mean, they're playing the Warriors. The villain? The, yeah. I mean, I would say that they're kind of the villain. I mean, I would say the Lakers are the real villain, but. Yeah, I mean, you know. Certainly a notorious team. Um, yeah, I have to agree. Um, I think it's really cool. Their owner set up the light the beam thing, which if you haven't seen, after every win, uh, the Kings push a button, and, like, lasers shoot out of the arena. So that's pretty cool. So they say, yeah. like, light that beam anytime they win. Um, and it, it just was, like, it's a good, it's a feel-good story. Um, America's team. There you go. America's team. Uh, yeah. The look to get that second win tonight. I think this is a must-win victory for the Kings because I, I do not think they're going to win games three or four 
in Golden State. Um, I think that the champs will get it done at home. So they gotta they gotta win four games at home. I'm gonna say I think that that if they get do it, it's gonna have to be in a seventh game, um, just because that's how well these te two teams match up. Uh, very offensive teams. Mr. Sam Carter may not like that, but um, yeah, yeah, this is definitely an intriguing matchup. Um, Andrew Wiggins. Like, this is a good question, Sam. Are you ready? I, I really I really thought of this one out. So I'm ready. So Andrew Wiggins, he comes back after the rust. Let's say you are, I mean, former, um, you know, women's high school church league coach. Andrew Wiggins, key piece. I mean, I would argue the second best player on the championship team last year. Comes back after the whole cheating issue with his wife. This is his mm -hmm. first game back. Looks a little bit rusty. Um, Jordan Poole, notorious. Um, you know, player in his own right. He was incredible off the bench in the NBA Finals last year. Had been starting. Moved to a bench role uh, in favor of Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Sam, if you were Steve Kerr, would you have started Andrew Wiggins or would you have given uh, the spot still to Andrew, uh, excuse me, to uh, Jordan Poole? I would definitely give the spot to the tenured player. So I'm going Wiggins here. Um, I think that you know, both are good in their own right. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's there's room to play for everybody. So Yeah, I think that Steve Kerr is a smart enough coach to move things around. I'm going to disagree with you here, though, Sam. I think you want to keep that rhythm going. I think there's some emotional scar. T I hate to make fun of Andrew here to poke at him, but I think there's some emotional scar tissue. I think he needs to ease back into it. And I don't think that you want to hamper a young player like Jordan Poole's confidence in himself. Um, and I sure. think it's a very difficult situation. Um, I think the Warriors, just, they just run uh, six deep in terms of starters. And those are the two guys that are kind of on the fringe right now. Um, but I think Wiggins will play better. Um, obviously, he didn't miss the game tying. Excuse me, the game. It would have been given them the lead shot. Um, so that was unfortunate. He was, he was pretty open there. Um, but I think he will play better, and I think he will improve as the series uh, progresses. Um, so I think that we have a very interesting series on our hands. Um, so looking forward to this one for sure. Uh, finally, uh, the team Sam is cheering for the second most, in case you want, were wondering, <laughs> on the ladder of Sam Carter teams. Uh, the Clippers got a nice win um, against uh, the Phoenix Suns. First lost uh, for Katie in a Suns uniform. He had been 8-0 up to that point. Um, no Paul George, no problem. Russell Westbrook shoots 3 for 19, but gets a critical block against Devin Booker in the final moments uh, to seal the victory. And he takes a jab at the Lakers, saying in his post-game presser he was finally uh, happy to be in a place where he would be, you know, it wasn't all focused on the shooting, where he could shoot poorly and still be praised for his defensive and rebounding efforts. So, Sam, I ask this this question of you. Do you like the jab at the Lakers, or should Russ stay focused on the uh, task at hand, uh, given the three-headed hydra that is the Phoenix Suns? Well, I mean, I would say, you know, kind of keep the blinders on, focus on the game. But, you know, I mean, the whole – I mean, there's a chance that, you know, he doesn't even play for the Clippers next season. I mean, right. that's hyperbole, yeah. but um, 
I'm saying that, you know, it's less of a jab and more of a an appreciation for the fans of the Clippers. So, I I can't I can't hate on it. Yeah, I'm not gonna hate on it. Yeah, I mean I I respect it, um, but he's got you know a lot um, to work through in his you know fitting into this system. Um, but Kawhi Leonard was excellent as usual in the playoffs. I mean he he played just tremendously. I don't want to say Jordan esque, but it was just such a quiet and graceful performance on both ends of the floor. Um, he made some nice plays on Kevin Durant, but, you know, Katie's still going to get his. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be an intriguing series as well. Uh, Paul George, if he can come back, you know, maybe, you know, get even, even, interest, more, even more interesting, excuse me, um, but just a lot there and a lot of excitement going around uh, the NBA. Uh, so we'll be back next week, um, just a few more games deeper into this series. Maybe some of them will have wrapped up in a sweep. Um, if so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll move them up in the world. Uh, maybe some teams will fall up and down on the, the ladder of teams Sam Carter is cheering for. Uh, perhaps yeah. next week he'll give a complete ranking of teams he wants to win. Um, but that's, that's just the Sammy Man way. Well, that is going to do it for this episode. Sam, any final thoughts uh, before we take it to the music? Nope. Well, that is going to do it for episode number 120 of Cardinal Lowry. And you hear from us next Tuesday.